Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio with us this afternoon. And with the fall finally in the air, it's the perfect time to get out and explore the great outdoors. You can plan your trip over at visitmississippi.org. You might be getting out and exploring some of the good sites that we were talking about earlier this week, like Rodney, which actually comes full circle because today we're talking with Miss Lolly Rash. She's the executive director for Mississippi Heritage Trust. And they just placed their 10 most endangered historical places in Mississippi's list up for 2021. And you were sharing with me, Miss Lolly, that Rodney, Mississippi, and many of its um, buildings there have been on past list. Yes, we've had both the town of Rodney and the Rodney Presbyterian Church on our list. And we did have a, a wonderful photography exhibition as part of our uh, listing this year for 2021. And many of the images that were submitted were of Rodney Baptist Church. I don't know if you've ever seen any of those images where when the river uh, rises and the town floods and this church gets lost in the in the waters. It's very um, a very evo- evocative image of this historic place. Well, and I love that it's coming full circle because I feel like this is part of why you guys put out the 10 most endangered um, list is to bring awareness, to start conversations. And then you inspire groups like what we talked with Miss Mary earlier this week to gather the troops and try to save some of these buildings because they do matter to our to our towns and to our communities here in Mississippi. Okay, if we're listening and maybe we're like Mississippi Heritage Trust, I've heard of that. Maybe I've even seen some of the symbols on buildings. What what exactly do you guys do on a daily basis? Yes, we're, we're a nonprofit organization, and our mission is to save and renew places meaningful to Mississippians and their history. So we work on historic preservation, advocacy, and education issues all over the state, helping to build awareness and bring support for people who are trying to save the places that matter to their communities. How do Okay, so next would be, how do we identify those particular buildings? Do they have to meet certain criteria? Well, for the 10 most endangered historic places, we put out a call for nominations. Anyone can send in a nomination for a place that's threatened in their neighborhood or community for a variety of reasons. It may just be slowly being lost to time, or there may be an active intent to tear it down. So we gather those nominations and then pull together a jury of preservationists to review them. And um, they get together and talk for hours about the pros and cons and which ones uh, are most threatened and have an incredible story to tell. Um, And it may be a story of local significance or it may rise to national significance. And from that list of nominations, they choose 10, and we highlight those through the 10 Most Endangered Program to raise awareness about the threats to historic places all throughout the state. Is there anything else that happens with those uh, properties by being on the 10 Most Endangered other than a great PR sort of, uh, you know, campaign, bringing awareness, having these conversations, you know, letting the community know, hey, we don't act fast. This is no longer going to be a cool bench 
benchmark to your town? Uh, well, the key word there is awareness. It's the starting of the conversation where we say, hey, other people care about this too. Let's come together and figure out how to save it. And your example of uh, Rodney Presbyterian Church is so timely because that was one where we didn't know what was going to happen. If you, if you remember from her story, the building was in very poor condition. Mm-hmm. There was a wall that was about to fail. The past owner was not in a position to do anything to stabilize it. And yet this conversation had stalled. And so by encouraging the parties to come together, come to the table, all the disparate groups that cared a lot about this history but weren't talking with each other, uh, the listing for Timbest Endangered, having Mississippi Heritage Trust say, hey, this is important to a lot of people, really sparked that conversation and got Mary Palin's group to come together they acquired ownership, and now look what they're doing. I mean, this place is going to be saved, and it could have been lost. And then she was mentioning, too, Lolly, about some of the other structures around it, which were on private property, which we always encourage people when you go visit Mississippi, visit responsibly and respectfully. She shared with us how to do that. We don't want you on private property um, and getting in trouble. But that opens, too, the, the conversation to maybe more people or investors or people um, that have dream and a vision can feel confidence or feel that nudge to maybe call and find out about these properties and keep that sort of snowball rolling in the, in a positive direction. And who knows, you may see Rodney one day be fully restored, at least up to modern standards, maybe not to historical standards. She mentioned that that can be a little bit, uh, um, you know, expensive. And then it could be a film site. It could be a, a tourist retreat. Listen to me, just forecasting <laughs> see, his future. We're going to put you, you on that jury for sure, Rebecca. <laughs> for well, sure. It, it is exciting, though. I mean, yeah. Rodney is an incredibly evocative place. And if you've not been there, you should go. It's it's really this wonderful time capsule. And, and if you're interested in historic preservation and old buildings, get on the road. It's like you said, it's going to be a beautiful weekend. And just go out and explore. You can go by Windsor Ruins and explore Alcorn. It's right nearby. One of our historic uh, places on our 10 most list this year is at Alcorn State University, Oakland uh, Chapel and the Oakland uh, Co- College Cemetery are both on the 10 most list this year. So there's a lot of history right there. Stop off in Lorman and have some of the best fried chicken you'll ever have. Just get out and explore. Get out and explore. Well, that's one out of 10, Miss Lolly. I know we may not walk through all 10 of them. I know they're up on uh, your website, 10mostms.com, if they want to see them all and explore them all. But some others that sort of stick out for the 2021 list um, would be who for you? Well, I think the one that um, really spoke to me uh, was you need a Blackwell house in Mayersville. And it was because of her story. Uh, Unita was 31 years old when she first attempted to register to vote during Freedom Summer. She was uh, denied three times before she managed to register to vote. But from there, went on to become the mayor of Mayersville and the first African-American woman mayor in Mississippi. Uh, so, I mean, she has this incredibly inspiring story. She she was awarded the um, MacArthur Genius Award for her efforts to solve issues related to um, homelessness and, and home ownership in the Delta. Um, so her house is there still in this little town, both the modern brick house that she built after uh, she had lived in Mayersville, but also this very simple little shotgun house that she and her husband lived in when they were first married. So there are these two sites and some discussion about how do we save these places to tell her story, this very inspiring story about civil rights and social justice in our state and our nation. And um, that one really spoke to me. 
And so you can read more about it, too, over at 10mostms.com. But what are some of the other ones, uh, Miss Lolly, that stick out that people might be interested in knowing that's in their community or around? Yeah. Well, so we, we make the announcement at a big party. We had a big uh, uh, uh shindig last night at the Faulkner in Jackson and I think we probably had about 400 uh, avid preservationists who attended and one that seemed to get the most reaction from uh, announcing it to this audience was the Jackson Zoo. Uh, there's been a lot of discussion in recent years about what do we do with the zoo, right? Uh, it's in uh, poor repair in many ways. Uh, these wonderful uh, WPA buildings that were built during the Great Depression, uh, you know, they're really special and, and magical. And people came up to me after that presentation and said, I remember when, I remember when, right? Well, we need to get a, you know, change that discussion to how can we get involved now? And a lot of the discussion to me, this is a listing about the zoo, but it's also about West Jackson because you don't take the one good thing away from a neighborhood that's struggling, right? You figure out how to help the neighborhood and make that place, in this case, the Jackson Zoo, be an anchor for redevelopment. What would be some of the possible scenarios, Lolly? I know it's not, you, you can't write out like the solution to all of this. Some of them are much bigger than, you know, one conversation. But but by being on the endangered list, what does this open it up for at least maybe some solutions for the zoo or for, um, you know, the Miss Blackwell's house? Would someone come in and invest in it? Would it be donations? Well, each, each site is unique. Right. And they have different solutions. The zoo is a very complicated issue and it's going to take many people and many different groups coming together and saying it's important. We're going to fight for this. Right. We're going to fight for our neighborhood and we're going to fight for our zoo. Uh, you need a Blackwell house. To me, again, the family members, uh, Jeremiah Blackwell, her son was at the event last night. Such a lovely man. And he said it would be, you know, tremendous if he could be a part of making this happen to honor his mother. So bringing the groups that care about this issue together finding the funding certainly but you know that's a matter of uh, looking under rocks there's some great grant opportunities right now related to civil rights that we're utilizing with mississippi heritage trust to talk about our freedom houses that were used by civil rights workers during freedom summer of 1964 maybe that could be part of what happens in mayorsville as well but the um, first part is just having the conversation and bringing it to light. And I think the cool part is when you go through this list or even look on the back, you're the backlog of the list, you go, oh, I know that place. Oh, that's my place. Or you see it and you go, well, why didn't I think about, you know, nominating it? I wondered what somebody was doing with that because we have all, all have these sort of buildings and structures in our own communities that they're staples there. We don't want to see them go, but if someone doesn't care for them, then, you know, time will will take its toll and then it will no longer be part of our history. And we don't want that. And we want you to continue to be part of our conversation. So we've got more with Miss Lolly coming up next here on Good Things.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 79. Tonight, clear skies, low around 56. Your Saturday, sunny skies, high near 84. Saturday evening, mostly clear, low around 60. And for your Sunday, sunny conditions, high near 85. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com. Pediatric care is more than treating a child when they are sick. It is a health care journey from infancy to adolescence. Dr. Katherine Philippi, pediatrician at Trust Care Kids in Madison. We build lasting relationships with parents based on trust. From pediatric primary care and well child checkups to after-hours visits, our specialists provide quality care, usually within an hour, so that your child will feel better faster. To schedule an appointment, visit TrustCareHealth.com and click Trust Care Kids. Trust Care. Feel better faster. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a winkle troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Join Middays with Gerard Gibbert, Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., sponsored by The Road, your destination for fine men's clothing. Napa know-how. All is in the air. The pros at Napa Auto Parts can tell because our prices are changing and dropping faster than the leaves. Keep warm with the Mr. Heater Portable Buddy Indoor Safe Propane Heater for $74.99. Take care of your engine with Napa Premium Conventional Motor Oil for $11.99 for a 5-quart jug. Change out your filters with a $20 Visa rebate card by mail with the purchase of a Napa branded oil, air, and cabin air filter on the same invoice. There's plenty more on sale at Napa. Napa know-how. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. Worked all week, got it all done. Let's make a Tennessee River. Good Things wants to remind you that there are some great things to do in Mississippi, plenty of events and unique places to visit. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. Hey, letting you know the Gallo Show will be live on Wednesday at the EMCC Community University in Columbus, where you'll hear about how community colleges like East Mississippi is forging the way for exciting careers and high-paying jobs for Mississippi students. So you want to tune in on Wednesday the 27th from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. for the Gallo 
show there in Columbus. We're learning a little bit more behind the scenes of the Mississippi Heritage Trust 2021 10 Most Endangered Historic Places in Mississippi. We have with us Executive Director Lolly. Lolly, you mentioned you have a team. So one thing I love about this is people across our state are putting in bids for their buildings and their structures and their communities to make it on this list, which first shows a love for that, that um, you know, benchmark or, you know, that landmark, I think is a better way of saying it, that we all use for directions mm-hmm. that has such a history. How do you create the panel that then whittles it down to 10? Because I feel like that would be a really hard job it to do. It is a hard job. Yeah. It's, it's a hard job, but a fun job because we were saying earlier, oh, I remember this place or this place is important. But every year I learn something new. I learn about places that I didn't know about, you know. Um, so our, our jury is uh, a group of preservationists from all over the state. And we approach that in the same way we do with our board. We're looking for diversity on all levels. And this group, we normally get together uh, here in Jackson at the Lowry House, which is our headquarters and was once an endangered site that we saved. Um, but this year we did it via Zoom. And it wasn't quite the same, but we had like You can't a, argue on Zoom like you <laughs> can in public. There was no ar- literal arm twisting, only figurative. But uh, we definitely had a pithy discussion and a lot of debate because people, ch- you know, they the jurists get behind a site and they fight for it. And it's a lot of fun. And we, we have a good time with it. But it's important work, too. And I remember one jurist a, a couple um, years back just kept bringing it back, you know. Is it important? What is the significance? What is the threat? Because sometimes the history is fantastic, but the threat is um, ephemeral. You know, it's like, what what is really going to happen to this place? And sometimes they say, well, you know, the threat's not imminent. It's, you know, maybe it's not loved the way it should be, but it's not about to go down. So... Um, we had one uh, site on the list this year. Normally, we sometimes we'll get more than one nomination, but usually it's just one nomination. Well, uh, pretty much everybody in Yazoo City got together and nominated the Triangle Cultural Center. Oh, interesting. So uh, they all showed up at the event last night. I don't know if there was anybody left in Yazoo City because they were all at the Faulkner. <laughs> but uh, what a wonderful show of support for this yeah. community resource. It's a place where they have educational programs and museums. So and they're using it. They're using it, but there are a lot of um, deferred maintenance issues that are making it unusable related to uh, leaking roofs, issues with the basement, and, you know, electrical issues. So it's a downward slide, right? And they wanted to say, hey, we care about this place. We want to build support. Uh, the mayor was there. Council people were there. And so for me, that was the listing was a chance for them all to just recommit to say this is an important place in our community. And then and, use it, too, as leverage to have conversations with those that may want to, you know, invest in it or raise funds for absolutely. it. Absolutely. Find the dollars. And I don't know much about the history there of the Culture Center in Yazoo, but I feel like its future is pretty bright if you've got that much buy-in from the community. I think it's going to be one of those good things stories Absolutely. That, you know, to come up. We want we want people to use this listing, the 10 most listing, as a, like a tool, a weapon. You know, be the first part of the discussion. Our beautiful cultural center ended up on the 10 most list, and we're going to fix that, right? Um, the, if you meet somebody from the Turkey Creek neighborhood of Gulfport, one of the first things that they'll tell you about their neighborhood is, you know we're endangered, right? <laughs> <laughs> and they use that 
that is yeah. a, is a way, you know, a jumping off point to build support for uh, preservation issues in their community. And you have Gulfport actually on the list. It's the Broadmoor store. Yes, that's one that's had a lot of interest. Uh, it's a wonderful corner store, right? Uh, it's located in between two neighborhoods in Gulfport, the Soria City neighborhood and uh, Broadmoor. And Soria City's been traditionally African-American neighborhood and Broadmoor is white. And so the nomination and the jury really felt strongly about this was that the store was this central meeting place for two communities that otherwise didn't have a chance to get together, right? And so it was uh, a place to exchange gossip and visit with neighbors. It was a a neutral space related to race. And so it's been purchased by an African-American businessman, Ronnie uh, Matthew Harris, and he has big plans for redeveloping it to serve that need in the future uh, as a community gathering place for both of these neighborhoods. Which I love that you bring that up to be able to redevelop it because uh, we were talking on good things earlier, Lolly, about or with Miss uh, Mary going back to Rodney, saying that if you want to keep it historically preserved, there are a lot. There is red tape. There's rules. There's regulations to guidelines depending on what you want to do uh, to keep it with this historic reference. But not all of these buildings have to go through those rigid ways. They could be bought and sort of brought back in a more modern way, but keeping with you know the intent of the historical you know significance. But it's not. Not always an uphill battle with every. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be with every. <laughs> but it does sometimes feel like that when you bring up historical preservation, which for good yeah. reason because it's it keeps it in a specific you know box and yeah. and, and keeps uh, certain things alive in it. But but some of these could be purchased and with the same spirit of what it once was. Being able to have the freedom to also put in a little modern flair if you sure. wanted to. Well, uh, most of design review happens at a local level, right? That's going to be your local preservation commission or your, uh, your local planning, um, body. Uh, and so, you know, for something like the Broadmoor store, the first thing they're going to do is go, go to the city of Gulfport and pull a permit and say, these are the things we want to do. Now, if they decide that they want to go after things like historic tax credits at a state and federal level, that comes with a, another layer of review, right? Because in order to get those credits, you have to conform to the Secretary of Interior Standards for Rehabilitation. It's a carrot and stick situation. You know, you're going to get 25% credit at a state level, a 20% credit at a federal level. Um, and and in return, you're going to restore this building according to the Secretary of, Standard, Secretary of Interior's Standards for Rehabilitation. And that is reviewed by our State Historic Preservation Office, the Mississippi Department of Archives and History. Which I think, too, is fair. I mean, I think it's also fair when you're talking about these endangered places where you can have a little wiggle room or you can sort of stick to the straight and narrow of how you want it or who the investor uh, wants or how the investors kind of sees it or how the town also sees it. I feeling like for, you know, the um, for the center, I think it'll probably stay the same, but still be brought up. I would want modern electrical. <laughs> I want modern. <laughs> I want yeah, modern absolutely. Electrical. <laughs> and plumbing. Another one that I've actually seen uh, uh, I've seen the Jackson Zoo, but I've also seen the Temple Theater in Meridian. I've driven by it. I've been walked around it. I guess I didn't realize that maybe um, it was endangered. So what's what's well, going on with the zoo? Know, with the, the, zoo? the jury uh, picked this one. It was nominated. And um, we see it as a preemptive strike, right? Because it's it could potentially be in, endangered. The current um, owner, Roger Smith, um, he has worked for 12 years to maintain this building. And he's the producer. He's the janitor. He's the hand 
handyman and he's tired, right? <laughs> and he's ready to pass the baton on to someone else. And so at this point, that theater's in flux. And if we don't get a great caretaker, someone who loves it and wants to make sure that it is, you know, brought forward and um, maintained and loved and it's, it continues to be a community asset, we could see a slow uh, decline and lose this one. So we're going to, we're going to get that PR out there and say, come on, be a, a part of this. Success story right there in downtown Meridian. I can see it's not it's not the theater, but oh, well, Meridian is a complicated yeah. place, right? So, We've got our wins and losses there, but uh, great preservation success story. Tenmos uh, graduate is the three foot building, which is about to reopen as a hotel, and that one was not only on our list as a ten most endangered; it was on the national list of eleven most endangered historic places. Beautiful Art Deco skyscraper, and now it's going to be you know it could have gone either way, right? It could have been lost. There were times when they said, we need to tear that old thing down. Now it's going to be this swanky hotel with a rooftop terrace bar. It's a huge preservation success story. And I think there's, for everyone on the endangered list, there's a a success story across our state, too. And I think, again, just having these conversations, if nothing else, if you feel like, well, I'm hopeless in this fight, Rebecca, I don't have the investment funds, I don't have, you know, whatever. Well, when you're driving through, at least open your eyes and start asking questions questions about the buildings you know that aren't occupied anymore or maybe seeing a little bit of decline oh and if you see something like the town of yazoo comes together get involved yeah you never absolutely. know like the more voices that get around something the more likely somebody's going to say well this is worthy of, of saving and and the solutions are going to come from different places and we want to make sure as mississippi heritage trust that Every rock has been looked under, that all funding opportunities are explored, and that we get to that preservation success story. Because these structures, they're what make home home. Absolutely. It makes it Yazoo City, right? It definitely does. (laughs) Well, you've made our day here on Good Things, Lolly. You'll have to keep us updated on any success story that comes from any of the endangered lists. I always think those are good things to share. Where can we go to get the list? At 10mostms.com. Please visit. It's all up there. And we also have this wonderful new story map that maps where these sites are around the state so you can get out and explore. There you go. Alrighty, stick with us. We got more for you coming up next. Home Solutions is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Access to quality health care is essential to building a healthier and stronger Mississippi. At Amerigroup, we're doing everything we can to make that a reality. Since 2020, we've invested over $2 million through grants and donations to support Mississippi communities. From rural nursing scholarships to the state's first prescription food program, this is just the beginning of Amerigroup's commitment to enrich the lives of every Mississippian. Learn more at AmerigroupMS.com. 
The hunt is over for all your deer camp setup needs at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in Bolton since 1871. Get your food plot set up with mixes from Pennington, J&J, and Wax Company, along with ryegrass from Nelson and Marshall. And don't forget the wheat for those doves, along with fertilizer, spreaders, and sprayers. Feeders by Boss Buck Gravity and Moultrie, filled with rice bran original, peanut butter, persimmon, along with corn, mineral salt, as well as that Buck Robert game attractant. Game cameras, hunting license, wasp and bug sprays, and much, much more. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your deer camp setup specialist. Downtown Bolton since 1871. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, insulation, glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. 601-605-4443. Who said food? Who said rides? Who said free parking? I say Yazoo County Fair. The most beloved tradition of Yazoo is back. The Yazoo County Fair is celebrating its 93rd fair with a whole week of entertainment and fun. From October 15th through October 23rd, enjoy all rides for one price. Plus, arts and crafts, local canyon exhibits, petting zoo, and other fair favorites included in your general admission. Parking is free, so we hope to see you at Hugh J. McGraw Drive. Find all the details on Facebook or go to visityazoo.org. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Gas prices are hovering at about three dollars a gallon. Price of crude keeps going up. We're gonna it's, it's gonna start flirting with four dollars before it's over with. I'm afraid. Representative Brent Powell is chair of the House Energy Committee. He told us U.S. production has gone from 13 billion barrels a day to 11 billion due to the pandemic. As the backlog of not drilling continues. This could continue for a little while for us domestically. So, Financial institutions are pushing back on the Biden administration proposal that would force banks to turn over customers' account information to the IRS. They've changed the original $600 threshold to 10000 Gordon Fellows, president of the Mississippi Bankers Association, says the plan would put a huge burden on banks and create serious privacy concerns. Let's not close the tax gap on the backs of the working class, which is, which is really what this is proposed. To do. I'm Kelly Ben. Hello, I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer. And being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy. And they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. Hobnob is back. MEC's annual Hobnob Mississippi is returning to the Mississippi Coliseum on October 28th. 
MEC is preparing for an in-person hobnob as traditional political speaking will return to the stage, headlining a day full of networking and great food. Join us October 28th. To register for the event or to be a sponsor, go to MEC.MS. That's MEC.MS. You don't want to miss the fun at this year's MEC Hobnob, October 28th at the Mississippi Coliseum. No matter where you go, Super Talk Mississippi is there. With FM signals all over the state, you can hear Super Talk Mississippi from the Delta to the Red Clay Hills of Meridian and from Oxford to Biloxi. And when you're out of the state, you can always get the latest Mississippi news and talk online at supertalk.fm. And on your smart device with the Super Talk app, you're proud to call Mississippi home and we're proud to cover your state like no one else. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. So many good places for you and your family to eat, stay, and play. Take some time today to go to visitmississippi.org to explore a little more. You get more Gallo 2 on the move next week. I mentioned Wednesday, but also Thursday. The Gallo Show will be live with statewide leaders and elected officials this year's MEC Hopknob event at the Mississippi Coliseum on Thursday. If you'd like to register, you can go to msmec.com. That's msmec.com. And it is Friday here on Good Things, so we are going to get our movie report from our movie critic, Miss Tanya. And speaking with the house thing, I had to bring up the fact that Freddy's Nightmare on Elm Street home is actually for sale. So it's not on the endangered list. It's actually going for a pretty premium $3.25 million. <laughs> but if you would like to to live where Freddie uh, Cougar roamed this little girl's dreams and made her world horrible, then you can have it for yeah. $3.25 million. Well, initially I thought, no way, but then when I heard that there's a bathroom in, in every, every bedroom, <laughs> I'm like, hmm, I kind of like that. 700 square feet. I think there's a guest house. There's a pool out back. And um, all the nostalgia sort of to go with it. I think they've cleaned up any blood or leftover cobwebs. <laughs> yes. Gotten rid of all the knives. Yes, and you will definitely be the hit of Halloween every year, no <laughs> doubt, in, in your community. But I don't think many Mississippians are running to California with $3.25 no. million. We'll just watch the reruns and be like, oh, I know where that house is. Yeah. It's sort of now. Okay, so I digress. So it is the weekend. So what do we have coming up this week? Yeah, we have a couple of new releases this weekend. Um, the first one's actually... Actually, one that the whole family can go see. Uh, we've talked a little bit about it. It's called Ron's Gone Wrong. Yes. And yeah, yes. it looks like a really cute one. It is PG, um, but it's about a little middle school kid um, named Barney who's just a little socially awkward, as are majority of your middle like, schoolers. Aren't we all in the middle school. I mean, I go to awkward. the middle school every day to get my little one, and um, it's just so cute to watch them because they're just gawky and trying to figure things out, you know. But um, he's socially awkward, and, you know, his new best friend is this out of the box, you know, walking, talking robot that. For whatever reason, he has, has some little malfunction issues. Um, but they learn to kind of embrace the messiness of, of their situation and, um, 
see what f- true friendship really is. So I think it's going to have a good message, and I think it'll be a good one for the whole family to go see. Is it a cartoon? Or is it a car or a Pixar? It, or yes, animated. Animated. Yeah, yeah. So um, the voices are Zach Galifianakis. Anytime I have a chance to say his name, I try to take it. Um, I'm Olivia glad you did. Coleman. I <laughs> <laughs> um, Olivia Coleman, um, who is like just dripping with awards. She's also in it uh, or voicing. And then Dak. I mean. Jack Dylan Glazer, or Grazer. I'm bumbling all that up. You got the first, um, you nailed the first one though. <laughs> yeah. It took me so long to learn his name that I'm so happy I can say it. Also, Ed, Hel- Ed Helms is also voicing one of the characters. So a great cast. And, you know, I think it'll be a fun one. Adam's Family 2 is still out there if you haven't seen that. And that one's probably maybe a little more Halloween ish. Um, but you have a couple of good options out there if you have kids. And if you don't, or if you want to get away from them, yeah, <laughs> what's what's on the docket for? Yeah, for us? definitely for the kids. I mean, not for the kids. It's PG thirteen, so you know your older kids will probably like it. But it's Dune. I had that one written yeah. down because I saw it's also it will be streaming. Yes, and Aquaman. Streaming. You had me at Aquaman. Aquaman is in it. Yes, <laughs> I don't even know his name. Aquaman shows up, you know everything's going to be okay. <laughs> at least good to look at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Dune is one of those. You know they've made movies in the past uh, or a movie, um, and it's so a this big is a second. Yeah, but it's like a whole new. Gotcha. It, yeah, because the you know they consider the first one it was made in the eighties. They co- kind of consider that one a bomb because it just did not recoup its money. Uh, I mean, it probably has by now, but at the time it didn't do so great at the box office. Um, and everybody says, you know, this is such a big story. It's a huge novel, and it's hard to make it into a film because there's just so much going on. And I think I saw where hopefully at least some who have seen it before are saying you can already see either a prequel or a sequel or sort of filling in the blanks yeah. if it does well. Yeah, and that's the plan. They're definitely hoping that this will launch a new series and they're actually going to do a spinoff. And I think this is happening, um, a television series like so many of the Marvel and DC characters are doing. So it'll be interesting. Um, this one stars Timothy Chalamet. Um, but there's, um, you know, in the world that they live in, it's in the future. It's in the 10,000s, 10,191. Be here before we know it. I know it. <laughs> Who, I mean, really. Um, but the emperor appoints um, Timothy Chalamet's father is like the duke, uh, you know, ruler of their planet. Duke Leto Atreides. Yes. Thank you. I can't say those names. So I just... I they are some strange right. names That's in what we have <laughs> But played by Oscar Isaac. Um, but they appoint, you know, this these people to um, take over uh, another planet that's full of it's like a very dangerous planet that harvests um something that they call spice and it's a substance material that increases human vitality and it's used for interstellar travel so it's very valuable and um Anyway, you find out pretty quickly that the emperor has a plan, and his plan is to get rid of the duke and his, all of all of their people. So it's sort of a, a a coup is planned, and so it's um 
just what happens, how they handle it. Timothy's character, Paul, keeps having visions, and once he's on this dangerous planet and exposed to the spice, his visions become even more real and clear, and he kind of has to forge a path to to take his people to the future. So as the heir to the throne. Rhino, have you read the novel? I've read part of it. It's a really chewy read with a lot of really weird words that you got to sit there and take about two minutes to go. All right. I need it. How, do yeah. they, how do they want me to say this? How are they trying to say this? Yeah, and they say these names, and I still can't say them. And, and the other thing is you've got the mother played by Rebecca Ferguson, who also is very powerful, and she's part of this sisterhood. Um, the Penny Jesuit sisterhood. Yes. And so, yeah, I didn't know how to say that. <laughs> but um, they say it, but they have such weird accents, you know. Um, but that's what the one of the TV series spinoffs is going to be about the sisterhood. In fact, I think it's called The Sisterhood. Um, but, yeah, the man, the visual effects are so, just something else. So I definitely recommend if you like the action, if you like that kind of yeah. futuristic, if you want futuristic sci-fi, you're going to love, love it, it, no doubt. And um, great actors and Daya's in it. And anytime she shows up, I'm happy. And of course, we've already talked about Aquaman's in there. Does he take his shirt off? Um, <laughs> no, ah. he wears a lot of armor. So <laughs> darn. Um, Josh Brolin is in it. Uh, Dellen Skarsgård, so just an awesome cast. Uh, David, uh, is it Baldusa, uh, the guy from... Bautista. Bautista, thank you, from Guardian Movies. He's also in it, so great cast. Is that the only one for adults this weekend? Or? Yeah, that's really the only big new release this weekend. Of course, James Bond's still there, um, so there's lots to go check out if you're if you need to catch up. And I know Dune is also streaming on HBO Max yes, for all is. of us who probably won't make it to the movie. I yeah. keep saying that I will, and then I get a B plus because I see my movies, but they're from the streaming platform. But that's not because I dislike. The movies. Some of us, our schedules just, you know, they just don't lend it yeah, to go. Yeah, sometimes and, you can't squeeze out. And this is a long movie. It's two hours and 30 minutes. Oh, Lord. Yeah, so you've got to budget some time for it. Um, and if you're like me, you want to get there early and watch the previews. So that adds a little more time, too. So we're looking into the future. What is Miss Tanya looking forward to? Yeah, next weekend's kind of slim. Um, but the week after that, there's two big ones. Eternals, which is the new Marvel movie. Uh, Angelina Jolie's in it. A, a handful of lots of people are in it. In Marvel? Um, yeah. So, um, you know, she's making headlines, going to the premiere, and her daughter wore one of her Oscar dresses. So that's all I've seen this week. And then also, Spencer is coming out, which is the Diana story with Kristen Stewart. And I've already got uh, girlfriends who are going, they're, they're, create, they're figuring out when they're going. When they're already, uh, yeah. they're anticipating the release and they're doing a girls' night or mom and daughter date or whatever it may be. For oh, that. that would be fun. Are they going to dress up? Oh, I don't know about that, but <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. That would be fun to sort of do, but it feels like one of those you go with your girl pals to sort of, yeah. uh, sort of watch that one for sure and enjoy that night. Well, I hope someone enjoys one of the movies. It takes um, Tanya's advice, but thank you for, for your time. You're welcome. All right, woo. Stick with us. We got a few more good things for you coming up next. Hey, pretty lady, won't you give me a sign? I'd give anything to make you mine on mine. I'll do your bidding and be at your beck and call. Yeah, I've never seen anyone looking so fine. 
She'll make you she's a nine, she's a ten, I know. She's got ruby red lips, blonde hair, blue eyes. And I'm about to bid my heart Rogers Dev Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dabs fleet. Call the Rogers Dabs business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dabs Chevrolet. Find new roads. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. We've got hand-washing stations with soap, paper towels, and water, and we've also got hand sanitizers to rent or sell. Please give us a call, 601-879-3969. Gulf Seafood Outlet, your fresh seafood headquarters. Gulf Seafood Outlet, seeing is believing with up to 14 types of saltwater fillets. Gulf Seafood Outlet, Highway 51 in Ridgeland, just past Lake Harbor Drive, 601-790-9407. At Clinton Body Shop, we really do take pride in perfection. And that's why we've been awarded the ICAR Gold Certification for our 30th year straight. Only 11 shops worldwide have accomplished this. This remarkable achievement can only happen with continuous training from iCar and the manufacturers of the vehicles you drive. In fact, we're trained and certified by more automakers than any shop in the market. At a time when insurers are pushing more than ever for discounted and shortcut repairs that save them money, why not insist on Clinton Body Shop, where you get an OEM-certified repair using certified parts? If an insurer tries to steer you somewhere else, tell them you want the shop that's certified by the manufacturer of the car you drive. We're located in Clinton and Richland or online at clintonbodyshop.com. This is the closing anger market report. At the close, the New York Cotton Exchange, the summer cotton was up 212 to 108.26. March cotton was up 204 to 106.19. To close the Chicago Board of Trade, November soybeans were down three and a half to twelve twenty and a half per bushel. January soybeans were down two and three quarters to twelve thirty and three quarters per bushel. December corn was up five and three quarters to five thirty eight per bushel. March corn was up five and a quarter to five forty six and three quarters per bushel. At the mercantile, December live cattle was down one twenty two to one twenty eight thirty two. February live cattle was down one twenty seven to one thirty three fifty. January feeders down two sixty seven to one fifty seven thirty two. March feeders down two sixty two to one fifty eight thirty. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up 141 points, 35,744. I'm Dixon Williams. This is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. Defense wins championships. And when growing cotton, a strong defense delivers the strongest yield potential. So play to win with Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton. It offers proven insect and weed control, and it's backed by the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. Get defense that delivers without compromise. Learn more about Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton at B3XF.com. Always read and follow IRM grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Performance may vary. The formula for success is a simple one. Put strong in, get strong out. That's why cotton growers looking to improve yield potential plant Delta Pine brand cotton. 
featuring 100 years of proven yield potential and exclusive genetics in every bag. Strong is a legacy all its own. Protect yours with strong cotton from Delta Pine. Always read and follow IRM where applicable grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Planning your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. It is still October, which means it's still National Pork Month. So if you're looking for something delicious to put on the grill or maybe fire up in the crock pot this weekend, you can find new flavors and learn about America's Pork Farms over at pork.org slash real dash pork. And it is Friday here in Super Talk Land as well as Friday Night Lights, which means you've got plenty of coverage of all your high school games. I know they are slowly winding down as we move closer last couple to of weeks of the regular the season. season. And so you don't want to miss any of the good matchups. So get everything you need to know beforehand with the scoreboard preview show. Comes on at 6 right here on Super Talk. And then at 10, you can catch the highlights of the night with the Farm Bureau Insurance Company scoreboard show as well. You can get it anywhere you listen or you watch a Super Talk Mississippi. Over on the Ceasefire text line, Larry and Jackson shares your say disdain it's not the right word with your uh, rhino with dune yeah i don't dislike dune it's, it's a, a hard read it's a very dense world that the author has built frank herbert and if i'm not mistaken it's a six book series that covers like four or five thousand years of history in the universe that he's created and in creating the universe to make it feel more realistic, more lived in, you can actually tie it back to our history. And it's, she was talking about how it's in the year 10,000 or something. It's actually way farther ahead than that. They just have a different way of keeping up with time, kind of like BC and AD. Well, now they've got way off in the distance. I noticed in the, um, I guess the movie clips that I've seen for it, they wear the little funny, looks like oxygen things in their nose. Is that also in the book? Because you oh, always yeah, wonder what uh, so much is in the book versus in versus in the movie. That's one of those things that's described in excruciating detail, and it's what's called a still suit. And this is not a spoiler for anybody. It's it's just a part of the the set design. I mean, it's makes it, you wonder how they stay in though. Oh yeah, they don't, but they're it's, not around. it's all futuristic sci-fi stuff. Yeah. But uh, the the purpose of the still suit is because they're on the planet of Arrakis, or colloquially known as Dune, where the whole place is pretty much a desert. It never rains, so whatever moisture you've got is all the moisture you've got. So they wear the still suits to collect sweat or moisture from your breath and stuff, and that's why they have the thing in their nose. You're supposed to breathe in through your mouth and out through your nose so that it can collect the moisture from your breath to keep you alive on this crazy desert planet. It's fascinating to me that there are people out there with these stories in their head, authors, and then they're able to get them out on paper, whether it's a hard read or not, and create these worlds that then the reader is allowed to get immersed in either through print or cinema, you know, 
on TV or the movie screen. And, yeah, it's just crazy to me. Dune is one of those stories that it, when it came out, it was not as well received as other fantasy or sci-fi stories. But then it's gained a, a cult following, especially after the original movie she was talking about, that Tanya was talking about. It was about. like in the 80s. So how yeah, it was, was the book? in the 80s. When it was, was the book written? I want to say the book was written in the late 50s, early 60s. Maybe even late 60s. It's sometime around that period. Didn't took that long. Well, I guess it sounds like they're trying to set it up for it's the next sort of Marvel kind of, you know. There's a whole you. lot of story that they could tell. If it catches Some of on. it gets a little strange and weird, but there have been adaptations of those stories as well. I, I want to say sci-fi, the channel sci-fi, did a miniseries of the story that's after what this movie tells. So, well, don't you think no that the the audience of the sci-fi realm that kind of like that stuff is ready for something else? Because I mean, Marvel had its end game, even though it has its spinoffs. It's still an end game, right? I assume Star Wars kind of came to an a, to a close to some to some extent for the, for the main story, yeah, right. And so you feel like Lord of the Rings was capped off. You kind of have you know even Game Although of Thrones. Although that has that's the Amazon series coming out, which is set hundreds of years before even the Hobbit. I didn't hear about that. I see. I don't know. I'm and again, I am late to so many parties. So maybe I'll be late to the spinoff sort of TV series kind of world. Um, it, it is I'm often am, but I'm think eh. Keep it like I kind of just like the movie kind of aspect to it, but you know I also haven't given any of that a chance. So well, if they that. do it correctly, the Amazon prequel series of Lord of the Rings will tell the story of how the ring was made. Oh, well, that's see, but then again, when you run into like series like that, sometimes you feel like they draw things out even longer than it's necessary just because they have space that needs to be filled. With that's how we got three Hobbit movies? Yes, for a book that's. Maybe an inch and a half thick. <laughs> well, I didn't even realize that. So absolutely. Oh yeah, it's a legit yeah. children's book, and they made three movies out, out of it. So anyway, we'll we'll have to see if you watch it. Maybe I'll watch it this weekend. We can chime in on it next week. There's actually a great question over on the Good Things Facebook group that was linked to something else. We would love for you to go and answer that if you are into fictional universes. We're having a lot of fun there, um, daydreaming about fun things. Stick with us. She got more coming up next. She got Sports Talk Mississippi from 3 to 6 with the boys. But Rhino and I will be back on Monday at 2. But until then, I hope you all take time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.